don't do it. It's stupid. Like if I can give give people advice, don't be that guy or that gal with someone. Like reach out and tell them that you're gonna miss them and tell them that man, this this is gonna suck. Because at the end of the day, like I don't want that to be the last memory that I have of that one person when I walk away. You're listening to the 2120 Podcast, where two guys have one conversation about people and things that inspire us, things we've learned in business and in leadership, and things that entertain and amuse us. And we talk about it with you for 20 minutes. Now here's Matt and myself, Jim. All right. Two words. It's snowing. That's, that is two words. Yeah, it is snowing, actually. <laughs> December 28th, right? Yeah, 2021, yeah. It's our first touch of snow on the ground. And I don't think they're talking about a whole lot, but just enough to like make your things white and kind of miserable for a while. But yeah, everything's brown and now it's getting covered by the white stuff. Yes, sir. Uh, Fargo got smoked I yesterday. See I've seen a lot of crazy weather stories, but I, I haven't paid attention. Uh, to we one. had a couple stores that shut down because it was just like blizzard conditions and oh, nasty. Yeah. But not the two words I was thinking about. Okay, okay. Defense mechanism. <laughs> okay. That sounds loaded. <laughs> it is loaded. It's going to be a very loaded question. Um, when you when you hear defense mechanism, what pops into your head? Oh, geez. I hate when you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I guess first thought was, uh, I'm trying to think how to, how to capture it, how, how to explain it. When I think of, somebody putting up a defense mechanism, it is a, it's a protection thing. It's a preservation thing. Uh, I'm going to put up a defense mechanism to um, protect me from some type of harm or, or stress or something like that. It's, but it's all based around something negative. You never put up a defense mechanism for a positive thing. You know, it's always, I mean, it could even be, I should take that back. Meeting someone for the first time could be a very positive interaction. Yes. But because you don't know who they are, you don't know what they're about, that defense mechanism pops up. And until you're, until you get the comfortability between you and that person, then. Well, yeah, it could be the day you're called into the office at four o'clock on a Friday, right? Yep. And defense mechanisms going up because of, you know, situations that have happened at that workplace. And you find out that you're not getting let go, but you're getting promoted. That's a possibility. But I would, you know, I would assume that you could go in with a defense mechanism mode of self-preservation, ready to tangle or defend or fight or whatever it is. I don't know. Yeah. Def- that's another thing, too. I would think about with defense mechanisms, um, kind of, I think, a fight or flight. Am I going to run from this or do I need to, do I need to defend? And I don't mean necessarily like in a physical way, but I'm talking about like, yeah, that works. Well, it's situation. offense or defense, you know. Sure. For sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. So does everybody have one? Sure. I, I, I guess. I, I think they do. I think they all, everyone I does think, to a certain degree. I think some are more like profound and like go, holy crap. Like he's really putting his defense mechanism up right now. Like, well, yeah, like that's a, I, I guess I had never really thought about that before, Matt, but. I'm sure everybody has some level of a defense mechanism. And if you've been hurt and scarred in your life, it's probably a lot faster and sure. stronger than somebody who hasn't. Yeah. You know, I think of like I don't know, my but... girls who are obviously they're super young. A lot of their defense mechanisms is they, they get quiet. 
Mm-hmm. You know, something happens, they just like they get quiet. Or if they did something and I caught them and I go to question them or challenge them, like they just they get quiet and they shut down. Right. I mean, that's a defense mechanism. It sure is. Um, you know, someone that's going through stuff in their life, their defense mechanism is they just don't talk about it. They just they, they like they they just shut down. Yep. Um, Everything's fine. They, yep. They they put up on the front, and I think anyone can relate to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. But then, like, the ones that are, like, very, you know, eye-opening are the ones that are just, like, they just walk away. Because they know, like, if if they keep staying in the situation, bad things will happen because of their life. Hmm. Like, it goes back into that fight thing. Like, you know, I was watching football, and I can't remember what game it was, but there was two, two players on the team that were college players together and something happened, something was said and the one football player punched the the other guy. But that was an NFL game. NFL game. That just happened. So like, here's a team, they're getting beat. I mean, they're getting beat bad. You know, they they can't stop the ball. It's it's bad. And they're on the bench. And I think it was maybe the defense. It was on the bench. They're talking. They're trying to figure it out. You see one guy like, like do like, Eyes go back and forth, and he like he just like gets up and like walks away. You like sure. you can you can tell yep. he's going to find mom and dad. Like they're, <laughs> something's bad is going to go on over here, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the one guy stands up and takes his finger and like pushes it against the the other guy's head, and that just like snaps. He stands up and takes a swing on national TV. Mm-hmm. You know, like something something happened, and you know a defense mechanism is. When stuff's not going your way, you take shots at people. You may say something that you don't mean in, in the heat of the moment, but your defense mechanism is, well, you just put me on the ground. I'm going to put you on the ground right now. I'm going to say this. Mm-hmm. And then he, he made a comment. He touched the, the kid in the head, and the, like, the kid snapped and took a swing, and then it turned into mass chaos. Like, does, do those players come back from that? I don't know if those two specific players do, but... I have seen that before. You know, I'm a I'm more of a basketball fan or or at least I follow it a little bit more, although that's been a lot less over the last couple of years. But Draymond Green and Kevin Durant, when they were playing for Golden State, had a somewhat famous and, and high profile they had words on the on the sideline, right? Uh it didn't lead to blows, but you could see it was very heated and there was things being said and, and for a long time it was not discussed. And they, you know, they both were, they both said they were professional about it, right? <laughs> Which means we're not going to air it out in the media, in the public. Uh, what happened in the locker room stays in the locker room. And I can respect that. I think that's a good thing, especially for a high profile franchise. Mm-hmm. And yet those two seem to have come back from it mostly. Sure. Uh, thinking back to when Kobe and Shaq played together in, uh, with the Lakers, those two got into it. And uh, they won three championships with this tension between them. And then it finally came to a head. And it wasn't really that something they ever talked about until, you know, after Kobe passed away. Yep. Then Shaq opened up a little bit more and, you know, talked and expressed his love for him and his competitiveness and um, all of those things. So, yeah, I think people can come back from it. But there's for every story that, that they do come back, there's probably – at least one, or if not multiples of that, that, never that do. don't come back, that are broken yeah. forever. Yeah, it just, I mean, it's tough that it happened. 
you know, it's obviously frustrations of losing the game played a major role, you know, obviously tensions were high. And then, you know, looking at the, the big picture, you know, did he say something that, you know, was an attack on something? It it went personal more than likely. Exactly. Cause (laughs) I think that's what happens. Like you met, you take it personal when you don't mean to, but in the heat of the moment, when your back is pushed against the wall and you have no other options and your only option is to take that shot, you take that shot. And, you know, like there's, there's times where, you know, in this case it led to a, a, a punch to the face. But you know, it, it takes both sides to reach that level of aggression Absolutely. about it, right? So if one side has, has been mad and, and lingering mad for a you know, while and can really try to inflame it, but if the other person is just feeling it for the first time and they're not there, you, you probably don't have a big explosion like that. But when they're both feeling it and who knows in whatever instance it goes on, it's like, is there something personal between the two? Was there a relationship, you know, from five or six years ago that never got resolved? Sure. Uh, you know, between say, see a love interest and, yeah. and that could get ugly really fast. And then that, that you start to dig at somebody about their performance on the field and you bring up something like that. Sure. Yeah. I, you know, I look at the, you know, a lot of like what happened and, you know, it, it, it could have been, you know, just, just taking a shot to take a shot and, you know, or, you know, a defensive mechanism is, well, I'm not going to say anything because it'll lead to a fight and I'm just going to make it, you know, just go away. And then it just, it never gets resolved. Yeah. And it, I mean, and that's, that's a huge defense mechanism. I don't, I don't want to make Jim mad today. So I'm just going to, you know, I don't want to get in a fight or I'm just going to let it die. Yep. I'll take this one on my chin today. Like he thinks he's better than me. That's fine. Whatever. And then something else gets stacked on top of that and then something else. And then finally you get, you snap, you snap and you get tapped in the side of the head and a a punch swings through the air. Like if it gets to that point, you've screwed up so many times prior to that, trying to, you know, with opportunities to fix it, that you just, you allow it to boil over. So let's switch gears. What about good guys that become tough guys when things happen, when someone leaves and it's like, ah, good riddance or you, you say things that you don't truly mean or you you take shots to take shots and you're you're joking but you're not but you're not joking, joking. Oh, yeah boy. i mean that's yeah. that that that's a big one or um it's the you know someone's leaving to do something different and like you don't want them to go so you'll just you know you'll brush it off with a joke and and deep down like it it bothers you it, it hurts sure. you a little bit yeah i think that sucks more than more than anything to have you know, comments thrown in in a person's direction that, you know, it's not what they feel. It's not what they mean, but they're just saying it because defensively they're sad. Defensively, they don't want to tell you that this bothers me. And then a comment comes out and you go, God, why the hell would you even say something like that? I I teach them a really strong conflict resolution workshop. And one of the things that we do in that, Matt, is, is we've set it up and so we we have spent the day understanding different behavior and communication styles because that's important to know. Uh, because like some people who are are uh, fast-paced and task-oriented, they see conflict as something to be resolved. It's a task to be resolved. But if you're a strong relationship person, you see conflict as a broken relationship. And that's that's miles apart. That's two miles apart perspectives. So if if you and I are both task-oriented people, we see 
conflict is something we need to air this out. We've got to figure this out. Sure. But if one of us or both of us are highly relationship oriented, we see it as something broken and the relationship may be forever altered. We may not ever feel the same about each other. It'll be tougher to come back from, in other words. And so one of the things that we do in that workshop is actually talk about what are your stressors, right? So what happens to cause you stress? So for me, um, something that pops into my head right now is indecision stresses me out. So if I'm in a team and we can't, like, it's pretty clear what we need to do, but there's wishy-washy indecision around it, that starts to stress me, okay? But then what we do, so, so I have them go down a column and they circle up to 10 things that, that kind of trigger you. Sure. I hate using that word because it means different things now, but, but, but just like poke you. And then the next column is, is circle up to 10 things that are your common reactions. And you already touched on a few, like some people go quiet. Some people walk away. Other people get angry. Other people like want to fight, right? So, so what we're doing in that is to say, these are the things that cause me stress. These are my reactions. So you're seeing it through your own lens. But then when you have teammates doing it and they're talking about, it, you're like, oh my gosh, like Matt, I'm so sorry. I probably, <laughs> I probably press your buttons all the time. And yeah. then the third thing that I have them do is literally write down the situations that cause it. Because if we don't do that, like what's the setting? What's the situation? Because now what we're doing is we're having a, a really open, honest conversation about, hey, you know, these are the things that cause me stress. And sometimes people laugh. Like, it, it tends to be really light. This isn't a heavy thing. Oh, for sure. You know, and people are thinking about, oh, my husband or my wife does that. You know, and you hear that a lot. And they laugh. And, and um, yeah, we just had that argument last night about what we were going to have for supper. And sure. that's how it goes. So conflict that gets unresolved is going to lead to those explosive at times, those explosive, you know, reactions or decisions. Uh, it could be the day that somebody says F you and walks off the job. Yeah. It, and it literally quits right there in the heat of the battle. Yeah. But when you, a cooler head might have prevailed. Sure. If steps would have been put in place prior, like you don't have that. And I suppose, I suppose you could, if you have someone that's a true hothead, then it, but that first interaction where I see something to you and you're just a hothead and you're like, all right, screw it. I'm out gone. And you, you quit. It's like, Whoa, what the heck just happened? Right. But usually those come from like history of this has been going on for a while. Now there's been some issues. And then finally it just, it, it, it over, it overflowed, flowed. But I, yeah. But, but where you were at a minute ago and was, was talking about like, why do some people who, who are, I'm trying to remember how you phrased it. Like good people kind of turn to tough guy. And I think it's in their defense mechanism is their way. I'm, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. Sure. It's their way of dealing with something that they don't know how to deal with yet. Yeah. They could feel like it's uh, somebody is um, giving up. Uh, it could be that they are jealous and have envy. Yeah. I, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why that happens. And to me, that's a form of passive aggressiveness and I don't like it. Sure. I don't like it at all. That's one of my pet peeves actually. Yeah. And you and I obviously, you've talked about this and you know what, what, what my brain is thinking right now, but um, yeah, I mean, I think there's, there's definitely, there's definitely that. I think that maturity plays a role too, you know, oh, for sure, you know, you know, not immature leaders, but leaders that don't have a lot of experience, look at it and go and they, they'll make comments thinking that they're being funny. And, you know, 
you get someone else in the room to chime in a little bit. And now you're like, you feel, you feel good about what you just said. And you know, when deep down you're just basically, you're covering up how you're feeling inside when yeah. it's all said and done. Um, you know, it's the, the grieving process when you lose a, a coworker, you know, t- to not just death, but just to like a different opportunity. Yeah. You know, they're gone. They're not going to be in your life every day. And to make yourself feel better, you're going to take a shot just to take a shot and laugh. And at the end of the day, it doesn't change anything. It just pisses the guy off that you're taking the shot at. I mean, that's what, that's what it comes back to instead of looking at and going, man, like this, this really sucks. I'm going to miss this guy. You know, at the end of the day, why would I take a shot at someone that I'm going to miss? Well, it comes back to the comfortability of your surroundings, the brotherhood, the, we've been through so much together. Like this is just me punching in the arm and, you know, knowing you're going to be okay. Like, no, at the end of the day, I still want to hear that we've been through a lot. I still want to hear that you're going to miss me and it's going to be a, you know, a struggle. Like, I mean, it's, it's it's those it's it's the human nature side of things. Yeah. No one wants to uh, leave a place and you know think that they're not going to make it because of a comment that that's made, yeah. or they want they want to leave going, I got this. This is going to be good. My my old team supports me, and we're going to be good. My new team is going to be welcoming me, and we're going to be ready to rock and roll. Don't do it. It's stupid. Like if I give give people advice, don't be that guy or that gal with someone. Like reach out and. Tell them that you're going to miss them and tell them that, man, this, this is going to suck. Because at the end of the day, like, I don't want that to be the last memory that I have of that one person when I walk away. Yeah, I, I, man, <laughs> is this the 2120 therapy session here? Because I think there are times when when I've seen I've seen uh, people not resolve that stuff. And I, I, I'm thinking about um, some situations right now that I just know with family members. Okay, and uh, the last time that you walk away might be the last experience you have with that person. Exactly, and that's uh, that's not okay. Yeah, and if you're hurting, like some people just really don't know how to process it. They don't know how to process their emotions. They don't know how to talk it through, and uh, so the defense mechanism is to not or to lash out and hurt back. You know, and and yeah. that's a whole different a whole different level right there. Yeah. Well, it goes back to, you know, teams that say, man, we got a really, really close team. Well, if stuff like this happens, you're not as close as you think you are. You know, you're, I agree. you're allowing, you're allowing something Mm -hmm. to get in the way. And if you were as close as you were, you you would make a comment. You would, you would find a way to be positive in, in that situation and be supportive of it. That's the, the bigger picture. And you know, obviously it's frustrating, but I, I don't, I think every team has it. I think every team has it in pockets. I think, you know, some are, some are, have, have a more of a defense mechanism than others because they've been around longer. They've been, you know, scorned, you know, you know, in the, in the past, you know, if you're talking about this from a business standpoint, there are some companies that have that subculture. It's the accidental culture of when they leave, they're dead to us. And that, isn't spoken, but it becomes real. And, uh, I, I have seen that I've had, uh, people that I've podcasted with. We've talked about that to some degree. Um, uh, I've had people call that the cult of culture. You know, it's, it's the negative aspects of it. Um, 
it's uh, it's unfortunate and things that you realize after the fact uh it's 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 unnerving and it's it's a little painful um and the relationships that you thought were bulletproof and were so amazing maybe they weren't and then the ones that you find out that you thought weren't as strong as they are somebody comes out of the the woodwork oh, so to speak 100 you know, and they're like man i like I'm going to miss you so much. You were so great. And, and it was this and it's that, and you inspired me or motivated me or, or challenged me or whatever it was. And you hear those stories and it just makes all the other bad stuff disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of the, you know, you don't quit us. We quit you mentality. And I hate, I, I hate that. That just seems so <laughs> devastating. It's, it's, um, it's a limited mindset, right? It's, yeah. it's that insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unfortunate that it happens and, you know, it happens every day in a business when, you know, people leave and go do something else or, you know, in life when someone moves away or, you know, is removed from your life. It, it, it's hard. Um, but yeah, I think people say things that they don't mean. And after it's like once, once it's out there, you can't rewind. You can't go, oh shit, that was, I shouldn't have said that and well, you pause. You can't, but you can you, you you can repair it. You can repair it. Yeah, but to my point though, like once it once it once it goes out there and that other person hears what you just said, that's tough. Especially if it if it's third party. Yeah. Ugh, yep. Yep. That's the worst. So obviously this is a uh, conversation that we'll continue with our next podcast and the yeah. the future of what's going on. But you know it's uh it it sucks. It really does. At the end of the well, day. I think again. Defense mechanisms are are real, yeah. and um, everybody experiences them a little bit different. And but there's also, if you look at it this way, as we just wind it down, there's growth that can come from it. Absolutely. Yep. So there you go. For sure. All right. Well, I'm Matt. And I'm Jim. We will see you next time. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Twenty One Twenty Podcast. Hey, everyone. This is Jim, and Matt and I want to ask you for a favor. If you've gotten something out of these conversations, if you've been entertained, or maybe you've learned something valuable that will help you improve or your business improve, then the best way to pay us back is to like this podcast, give us a review, and let others know about it. And that will help fuel our fire to keep going and keep bringing you awesome content. We'll see you next time.